The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Friday, September 9th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news made possible when you shop back to school using the Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. The United Nations Security Council is having an emergency meeting tonight about the latest illegal nuclear weapons test in North Korea. North Korea's test has angered the world and even its allies, including its biggest, China. President Obama says there will be serious consequences. The test, which was conducted overnight, registered 5.3 on the Richter scale, the North's most powerful detonation yet. It's North Korea's fifth nuclear explosion and the second this year. North Korea says it's moving forward with its nuclear program, now in its 10th year, to counter what it calls U.S. aggression. It's referring most recently to joint military exercises last month involving the U.S. and South Korea. Russia continues to bully the United States and other nations, buzzing our ships and planes with fighter jets. This week, a Russian jet flew within 10 feet of an American reconnaissance plane near Russian territory but over international waters. Our jet radioed theirs and got no response. The U.S. immediately called the maneuver dangerous and unprofessional and warned Russia it could have resulted in an accident that could, quote, escalate tensions between countries. Obama was planning a stop in the Philippines to, among other things, tell President Rodrigo Duterte that he disapproves of Duterte's order to police to kill drug dealers and drug users. Before Mr. Obama's arrival, Duterte said he would hear no such advice and threw in some swearing. The White House canceled Obama's Philippine stop, but two days later, the two would come face-to-face -face in a holding room outside a dinner for world leaders hosted by Southeast Asian countries. The White House says the meeting was brief and that it didn't cover anything of substance. But it had to be interesting, just the same. While in Laos for that conference, the president also warned American voters again about Donald Trump and his, quote, contradictory or uninformed or outright wacky ideas. The president continued, behavior that in normal times we would consider completely unacceptable and outrageous becomes normalized. People start thinking we should be grading on a curve, said Obama. But I can tell you from the interactions I've had over the last nine days with foreign leaders that this is serious business. On previous occasions, the president has said Trump is unqualified, unprepared, and unfit to assume the presidency. Never in our history has a presidential candidate talked about their classified intelligence briefing. Donald Trump did, however, in the commander-in-chief forum Wednesday night when he said he could tell by body language that the officials giving him the briefing didn't like the foreign policy decisions of President Obama or Hillary Clinton. Military and civilian briefers are carefully trained in what to say and how to say it, and they're trained not to reveal body language. Hillary Clinton calls Trump's comments about reading body language totally inappropriate and undisciplined. Trump's also being criticized by former CIA and NSA chief Michael Hayden for politicizing an intelligence briefing. In that daily UPI presidential poll, the latest has Donald Trump retaking the lead from Hillary Clinton. Granted, his lead is barely a third of 1%, and Clinton maintains her wide lead in electoral college votes. Not that it will likely make a difference, but the poll was taken before Wednesday night's commander-in-chief forum. Hillary Clinton finally caught a break in the endless headlines about her emails. One's turned up that shows fellow former Secretary of State Colin Powell had written Clinton 
to tell her how he got around State Department protocol by using a private email address and advising her to do the same. He also warned her there is a real danger. Be very careful, said Powell in the email to Clinton. I got around it all by not saying much. Powell, who served as secretary under George W. Bush, told Clinton he'd even used private email to communicate with foreign leaders. Powell recently said he didn't recall giving Clinton that advice. His email was signed, Love, Colon. Donald Trump is out with a four-point education plan that would let low-income families decide what school their children should attend. There are 11 million children living below the poverty line in this country. Trump says they'd be allowed to attend private schools if their parents don't want them to go to underperforming public schools. Trump says the $20 billion program would be paid for with money taken from other parts of the existing federal budget. He didn't say which parts. Trump also calls for an end to tenure for teachers, replacing it with a pay structure that rewards exceptional teachers and denies raises to, quote, bad teachers. Ultimately, only the states have the power to make that change, but Trump says he'd use the presidential pulpit to push for it. Libertarian Gary Johnson likely doomed his presidential bid yesterday when he was asked about the civil war in Syria and the battle that's gone on for years over Aleppo, Syria's biggest city. What, asked Johnson, is Aleppo? You're kidding, replied a panelist on Morning Joe. Later, Johnson told an interview, I'm incredibly frustrated with myself. It's not his first public blunder. Earlier this summer, Johnson asked an aide, who's Harriet Tubman, as he entered a building named after her. Tubman has been chosen as the face of the new $20 bill to honor her work in helping free slaves. The latest gaffe came at a much more crucial time for Johnson in the polls. Gary Johnson's support is about 10%, and he needs it to get to 15 to take part in the presidential debates, which begin in about three weeks. Without a debate appearance, his candidacy doesn't stand a chance. The latest conspiracy theory put forth by conservatives has the federal government trying to take control of elections across the country, something actually banned by the Constitution. Skeptics say the conspiracy is led by Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson, who recently expressed his concern about Russian hackers and offered his agency's help to election boards across the country. Two states' voter rolls have already been hacked. This week, Johnson was forced by the conspiracy rumors to add... This, quote, does not mean a federal takeover of state or even national elections. What we do in Homeland Security, said Johnson, is offer assistance when people ask for it. Despite his concern, Johnson says with 7,000 election jurisdictions, it's nearly impossible for hackers to alter a national vote. Wells Fargo Bank has fired 5,300 employees for running a massive scam. Together, they'd opened more than 2 million fake deposit accounts using the names of real customers. Wells Fargo employees had transferred money into and out of those accounts without the real customers ever knowing. That meant also creating phony PIN numbers. They also opened debit and credit card accounts on behalf of customers who were for a while none the wiser. Wells Fargo employees did this to win bonuses for helping the bank meet its new business goals. It went sideways when the bank started charging those unsuspecting customers for overdrafts. $185 million was the cost of doing shady business at Wells Fargo Bank. That's the fine levied against the bank this week by federal regulators at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Wells Fargo's also been ordered to hire an independent consultant to keep this sort of thing from happening again and to prevent other similar scams. 
The governor of North Dakota has called up 100 National Guard troops to deal with Native Americans protesting the construction of an oil pipeline on what the tribe calls sacred land. The Standing Rock Sioux say they were never consulted about the pipeline, which the oil company says is nearly finished. The Sioux say there were no studies about the impact of the pipeline, which will run through a river they rely on for water. Among the protesters, Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein, who's now the target of an arrest warrant after she vandalized a plow with the spray-painted words, I approve this message. Support news and comment with follows, likes, and shares on social media at Buzz Burbank and Michael J. Elston. This is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Whether it's back to school or off to college, Amazon Prime student makes it all easier, faster, and more affordable. Like Amazon Prime, a student membership means free two-day shipping and unlimited video streaming of TV shows and movies. But a Prime student membership starts with a six-month free trial and offers exclusive deals and promotions and a safe place to store all the photos you want at no extra charge. Help support this free daily newscast and save yourself time and money by going through my Amazon links at buzzburbank.com to sign up for your free trial now. In fact, you can even make money by getting your friends to sign up. Amazon offers a $5 bounty for each customer referral from members of Student Prime. Sign up today and support this free daily news whether you stay with it or not. There's nothing to lose since the first six months are free. You'll find everything you need at Amazon, including the best deals on textbooks new and used. So don't miss out. Join Amazon Prime Student right away. For that and all your Amazon shopping, thank you for using my links at buzzburbank.com. She was a teenaged prostitute and the daughter of a police dispatcher in Oakland, California, and a cop got involved with the girl and ultimately committed suicide. That's when officials learned the girl had been with 29 police officers from various Bay Area jurisdictions. It had begun when she was two years younger. Now the city of Oakland is firing four officers and suspending seven others without pay for their involvements with a teenage hooker. An eighth officer was advised to get counseling and retraining after, quote, bringing disrepute to the department. The district attorney will likely be filing charges criminally as well. A Texas high school was locked down yesterday after a student with a gun opened fire. It happened in Alpine, Texas, about 400 miles west of San Antonio. Two people were hurt, one of them a police officer. The shooter died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Senator John McCain has been caught talking out of both sides of his homepage. On the Arizona Senator's English Language Campaign website, he points to his work on securing the border. On McCain's Spanish language page, he points to his work with Democrats for, quote, humane migratory reform sensitive to the needs of the immigrant community. Also on the Spanish language website, an endorsement from the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. On the English side, the endorsement is from the American Conservative Union. A campaign spokesman says the websites were never meant to be identical. McCain is in a tough race for re-election, and he's already lost some Hispanic voters because he endorsed Donald Trump. It's a famous and inspiring photo, New York firefighters raising the American flag in the dusty rubble of the World Trade Center. Because New Yorkers needed it, the flag was later displayed in places throughout the city, but that wasn't the same flag. The flag in the photo had gone missing, so officials circulated some other flag. The actual flag has been on a journey of its own over the years. 
one of the 9-11 widows had it for a while. Somehow it wound up in the hands of an employee at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration who later gave it to a war veteran. And then, somehow, it ended up at a fire station all the way across the country in Washington State. This was all traced by some TV documentarians who've led that iconic flag back to New York and into the 9-11 Memorial and Museum. Quoting a journalism professor, that's where it belongs. The symbolism of raising that flag resonates with people. On November 8th, a lot of us are voting in an election that will determine more than just who's the next president. Voting on Senate races is crucial either to help the Republicans maintain their hold on both houses or to give the Senate back to the Democrats. And there are ballot questions we'll be hearing more about as the big day approaches. Among those questions, the legalization of recreational marijuana in five more states and more liberal pot laws in four others. Between the medical marijuana states and the recreational states, the number of states without legal weed is now the minority. And the more states there are with legal weed, the harder it becomes for other states to keep it out. The more states that legalize it, the tougher it becomes to enforce federal laws against marijuana. Polls show taxed and regulated legalization is what a majority of Americans want, and Congress is watching these changes with great interest. A pro-weed lobbyist who couldn't get a meeting with Washington lawmakers in years past is now getting calls from them. But Kevin Sabet, who's been the government's drug advisor to President Obama and two other presidents, says legalization activists shouldn't get happy. Sabre says the advocates would have us believe that legal weed is inevitable. Quoting him, I don't think that's the case at all. And finally, has your bag of meth been contaminated by Zika? As a health-conscious consumer, wouldn't you want to know? Police in Bath, Michigan have put out a warning to meth users that some batches of crystal methamphetamine may have been contaminated by the Zika virus. As Donald Trump might say, you never know. Nobody knows. The idea, of course, is to catch a meth head and to help them break their addiction. So police in Bath, Michigan posted on Facebook, we have read reports online about meth possibly containing the Zika virus. We do not want this to happen to you. The post continues, if you recently bought some meth, you can bring it into the Bath Township Police Department and we can test it for you. As the phony Facebook post puts it, your safety is our number one priority. I'm Buzz Burbank. Have a great weekend and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back Monday with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.